You're listening to the Health Coach Nation podcast. My name is Haley Rowe, and I'm a business coach for online health coaches who want to attract their ideal clients, stop feeling defeated by their never-ending to-do list, balance a healthy lifestyle with their growing business, and stop overanalyzing what everybody thinks of them so that they can confidently own their message and online presence. On this podcast, we dive deep into health information you can share with your clients, business strategy tips, and more. Let's get to it. I'm going to be talking with you guys about the 10 things to do if you are trying to stay sane on your business journey to growing your health business to your first 10K, first 10K months, uh, or first 10K in general if you're just starting out. And I don't really like saying money terms because I feel like some people take it as like, why are you that should be something that we should talk about. But I know what you guys want. And I know health coaches struggle with booking clients consistently and sustaining their business. And it is a problem when you can't help make the world a healthier place because you're not able to sustain your business. And so I am bringing up that topic tonight because I think it is completely possible to have a profitable wellness coaching business and to stay sane and enjoy the process while doing it. Let's get into the first intro that I wanted to share with you. And that is when we have business goals for our health coaching business, it's all because we feel like when we reach those goals, we will feel happier. We will feel better in the having of X amount of dollars or X amount of clients or um, X results for our clients, right? Because we all want our clients to be successful. We all want to be able to say, yes, the clients are rolling in. I'm getting, you know, consistent with this. And that's amazing. Um, but at the same time, that doesn't mean that on your way to those goals, you cannot be happy. You cannot be having wins. You cannot be celebrating. You should be enjoying the process along the way because an unhappy journey will lead to unhappy results versus a happy journey will lead to happy results and a fun journey along the way. And no matter what, you're having a good time on your way to more, right? So it's always important to enjoy what you have and be eager about where you're going. And that's one of my favorite just things to remind myself when I have, you know, a lot going on or I'm feeling overwhelmed. I just remind myself, it's all supposed to be fun. It's all supposed to be light. How can I make this more fun? How can I enjoy the process? And so just a friendly reminder there. So let's move on to um, the first tip when it comes to staying sane in the process of growing your wellness business and not overwhelming yourself. So the first tip is to give yourself deadlines for projects in a very serious way, meaning You have to start like with content, for example, you have to give yourself a deadline. I'm going to create this and get this sent out in 30 minutes. And no matter where it's at in 30 minutes, I am committing to send it out because you only are going to produce what you, you're only going to have, if you, if you give yourself a time to do something and you make yourself stick to it, you will do it versus if you're like, oh, as long as I get it done this week doesn't really matter. You'll you'll kind of think about it. You'll beat yourself up in the process of getting it done. Versus if you give yourself a hard deadline, there's no time for beating yourself up. 
There's no time for wishy-washiness. There's only time to do it and committing yourself to put it out there and holding yourself to that no matter what. And that means that sometimes, by the way, it's not going to be perfect. And I always talk about um, on my social media that sometimes done is better than perfect. And for those of you who are always like, no, no, it needs to be A plus every week, every content I put out, every post I put out has to be A plus, every call that I do with clients has to be A plus, every whatever, then you first paralyze yourself. So I mean, that means you'll postpone things forever and ever and the people won't get the help they need or your audience won't get the content they want because you're just putting stuff off and never putting it out there. So when you accept a minus work and just make yourself get it done and give yourself a timeline, you number one, force yourself to produce. You number two, put it out there and start helping people. And number three, you start to grow your business and you're not making yourself insane in the process, meaning you're not letting yourself have the luxury of waiting and waiting and thinking about it and pondering it. You just force yourself to produce and move on with your day, move on with the next thing. So I'm all about putting out value, all about quality over quantity. But at the end of the day, sometimes we paralyze ourselves so much because we're so driven by perfection that it never gets done. And when it never gets done, no one gets help. You're, you're not adding value. You're not living your mission. You're not living your purpose. So keep that in mind. And at the same time, um, you, like I said, you decide how long something is going to take you. So when you hear people say, oh, I I'm creating a course and it's going to have to take me 12 weeks to create it. I just know it because that's how long it took so-and-so. And that's how I heard that it has to be done. Pause. There are no rules. You decide how long it's going to take you and you decide what you're going to do about that and how you're going to fill in the gaps. So just remember you're in control there. And also one other thing to um, think about is if you feel overwhelmed with where to start, so let's say you want to create, you're a health coach and you want to create an online course and you have 1,200 ideas for different modules, but you're just not getting started or you're not, you, you feel like the content isn't perfect, give yourself 30-minute sprints. So say in the next 30 minutes, I'm just going to come up with the broad um, themes of each week of my course. I'm just going to think about what my ideal client would really want to um, for me to address in theme-wise or macro view of the course and then do that and then say okay now that that's done what's the next 30 minute sprint that I can do so break things down and even if 30 minutes is too long start with 10 minutes I'm waiting at the doctor's office for my appointment I have 10 minutes how am I going to best use it to grow my business and what can I do in 10 minutes that moves me closer to this course goal that I have and I've committed to putting out this course in four weeks, so I really need to get going here. So that's just an example. Um, the doctor's office appointment is a kind of weird example, but you get my drift. You can do anything you set your mind to as long as you um, just break it down and give yourself the gift of giving yourself a deadline to not make yourself go insane. Tip number two is to schedule in comfort zone time as well as outside of your comfort zone time. So many of you guys as health coaches are putting yourselves out there a lot. And I understand that and a lot of my clients come to me and they're like, I'm scared. I don't, I want to do my first Facebook live challenge or I want to 
start reaching out to more potential clients, but I don't know how to do it in a way that's authentic. And I don't know um, what I, you know, how I want it to be. And it's just really out of my comfort zone. I've never done it before. And so what I recommend is to give yourself the gift of making comfort zone time, I mean, comfort time, non-negotiable. So schedule in time to reflect, time to hang out with your family, time to hang out with your friends, because so often we are pushing ourselves and pushing ourselves and pushing ourselves on our journey to our health coaching success in our business. And we end up neglecting what's what gives us a centered, anchored attitude to approach our work with. So if we're feeling all scatterbrained and we're constantly feeling outside of our comfort zone with no return to our, with, with no knowing that we can go back to our little cave and relax, it gets hard to be consistent and it gets hard to create results because you never give yourself downtime. You never give yourself recovery time. You never give yourself time to retrieve to, you know, being relaxed and comfortable. So really important to schedule that time in and know that it's part of your success. It's not falling off the wagon. It's not um, something that you're, you're not off track. It's just part of success. Every successful person takes a vacation every once in a while, or, you know, at least in my opinion, successful people have other things in their life that keep them grounded, centered, etc. So that's just my opinion. I don't know about you guys, but I feel that people who have family life or who have a um, faith, you know, like they go to church or they um, have hobbies, like I feel like those people are more centered and capable of bringing their best to their work because they have something that rejuvenates them or um, just allows them to shift their focus for a little bit so that they can come back re-energized for their business. All right. So if you guys are watching on Instagram, thank you. And Facebook, thank you too for watching. Um, now let's move on to tip number three when it comes to staying sane on your business journey. And that is don't force yourself to create something in its entirety. So whether that's your coaching package or your online course or um, your workshop content, don't force yourself to create it all before you get feedback from your ideal client. So the reason why I'm saying this is because your girl here created a 250 page ebook a very long time ago um, on something that I don't even coach on anymore and put it out and had one sale. That is a failure and well, it's not a failure because I learned from it and because I learned what I was capable of and I enjoyed, I did enjoy writing it. But the bottom line is never make yourself go through perfecting a course, your package, etc. without first seeing, okay, is this what you guys actually want? Because I don't want to create it all and put it out and then find out that you actually want something completely different. There's nothing more frustrating than putting your work and your heart out there without getting feedback to know that once it's out there, it's going to resonate with your audience. So what I like to recommend is doing something like a beta launch or a test launch, meaning 
putting something out there imperfectly and saying, hey guys, you are the pioneers of this program or my, you are the pioneers of my coaching program and I want to get your feedback and I want to know what you like, what you don't like, what resonates with you, what you want more of, what you want less of. And because of that, I'll give you a huge discount. This is a one-time thing. I'm developing it into a full program, but to take the edge off and to make sure that I'm creating as I go something that's really going to work and, and get you the results you want and resonate with you, I'm doing this as a test first. And it takes the pressure off you. It takes the pressure off them. They get a discount. They feel good about it. Um, thanks for joining, Kristen. And let me know, uh, you guys, I'm on Facebook Live over here, so that's why I'm looking over here, and that's why it's a weird angle, so I apologize. Um, but if you want to watch it on Facebook, you can go to Facebook and look up Haley Rowe. So anyways, um, that is really important. Get your feedback. Don't overwhelm yourself with thinking you have the responsibility to create your 12-week course alone and put it out and then find out people don't like it or you had no feedback beforehand, no market research as you go. Um, the other thing, so now we're going to move on to tip number four. And this is really important because I see a lot of health coaches doing this and I've seen myself be tempted to do this, but I've always stuck to my guns on this one. So it is don't degrade your brand's values or your brand itself, meaning what you created, your packages, your pricing, your message. Your, your type of client, the lane that you're in for your business, don't degrade that by constantly having a million offers, a million different things you're working on and seeing none of them through, and also um, trying to be everything to everybody. So we've talked about this before in my five-day challenge, and if you guys missed the five-day challenge and you would like to be notified when it does turn into a course, please let me know um, by message or comment below. But anyways, the, it's so important to just focus as a health coach, especially if you're just starting out. Because one of the things that I see is very common is almost like a hobbies approach to your health coaching business. Meaning, yeah, I'm going to have my personal coaching. I'm going to have a course right now that I'm also developing. Uh, I don't have like any personal one-on-one -on -one clients, but first I'm, but I'm also going to work on the course and then I'm also going to um, be having a group program and this, you know, I, I'm going to do a retreat all at the same time and none of them are successful. So pick one, pick the one that resonates with you the most. For me, it's one-on-one -on -one right now. I love one-on-one. -on -one. I feel very good about it. I feel like I have my materials for my clients that go with the coaching really well. I've had feedback before. It's my thing right now. It's my jam. It's where my heart is. And there have been times where I've been like, oh, I should, I should really create a self-study course because that's really important right now. And that's, and, and everybody else does that to scale their business. But I'm like, no, right now I'm jiving with this. It doesn't mean I can't start to think about a course but I'm really committed to seeing this through as a one-on-one -on -one coach consistently and making it the best it could possibly be and leveraging it the most I possibly can before I add another avenue for me and my business. And it doesn't mean, like I said, that you can't be collecting the content as you go for your, your group course or your self-study course. You can't be, it's okay to think about that. It's okay to plan for your future and scale your business. It's very smart to do that. But at the same time, a lot of people are putting out a lot of things and 
it shows that they're scatterbrained. It shows that they're not specializing. And, and people like to see that you're specializing. At least think about it if you're getting, um, like, like we talked about in the challenge, if you're getting a, you want to get a really good pair of running shoes, you want to go to the store that specializes in the best running shoes. You don't want to go to Target. They have shoes, but you don't want to go to Target. They sell everything. You don't want to go to Kohl's. They sell everything. You want to go to like Adidas or Nike or wherever they sell the best running shoes. Where do they sell the best running shoes? Let me know in the comments. Um, I really love my barefoot shoes, by the way, workout shoes. They're called Zero, X-E-R-O. They're the best. They are so light and I love them. Anyways, uh, so like I said, don't degrade your brand by offering a million things, confusing your audience, having a scatterbrain, and not seeing one thing through with focus and getting the results there first before adding it again, 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 and spreading yourself too thin. Also now going back to the values piece, don't degrade your values by constantly saying, oh yeah, um, I can I could change my package, you know, just to be X amount of dollars, even though it includes all of this and I've sold it to everybody else at this amount. Don't be that kind of person who um, who, who completely degrades the value of your coaching just to be everything to everybody. So in other words, if you stay in your lane, so if you have somebody who comes to you and you know that you can't really help them with their goals or that they're, some of their goals you can help them with, but it's not your specialty, be okay with sticking to your values and saying, you know what? I feel like I can't give you the best results in this area. And so I'm going to recommend you to act so-and-so. And I think that they're going to be better fit to help you. And that's hard to do when you're, be you're beginning as a coach because, of course, you want to work with everybody. Of course, you want to really, you know, rock your business. But you can't do that when someone's just not your niche and someone's not in your lane, especially in the beginning. Now, that's not to say always as your audience grows – as you grow, as you dabble into more things on your health journey and you see, you know, start to learn more things. It's not to say you can't expand that, but know your lane, know what you're good at, know your strengths, know your values. And if somebody isn't a fit or you can't provide them with the results they want, let it go, let it go and focus your energy on what you can do to find the right clients and find clients who are a match for you. Let's move on to tip number five. Okay, woohoo! This tip is to picture your ideal client at all times when creating anything in your business. So anytime you're creating your online course, your website, your Instagram post of the day, your Instagram story, whatever, picture your ideal client. So, so often we get like, what am I going to do? What, what, what am I going to post today? Um, I, I feel nervous to go live. And this is when your ideal client is your light post, is your guide, is your anchor. You picture her or him and what they would want and what they need right now and why you want to help them and how you've helped them in the past. And it anchors you to being focused on, okay, I can do this because I know who that girl or guy is and I know what they want and I don't need to be liked by everybody. I just want to speak to my girl or my guy 
and that's what I'm going to focus on, and I feel good about that. And that way, you never have the problem of, oh, this is so nerve-wracking. I wish I want everybody to like me. I want to, you know, just, it, it gets you out of that mindset and gets you focused on who you're really here to serve, what you really want to tell them, and um, it's like your anchor. Okay, tip number six is, this is really important if you want to stay sane in your health coaching business as you grow it. If you're trying to be consistent with video content or Instagram live content, Facebook live content, give yourself a no re-record rule. And this is very hard because we like to obsess over, oh my God, my hair has a little piece hanging out. Oh my gosh, I said um like 40 times. Oh, I forgot what I was talking about and I took a huge pause in the middle of a live video. Oh, my phone froze and I had to get back on. Whatever, it happens. But you have to keep yourself consistent with going online and putting yourself out there and you won't if you're const if it takes you 4 hours to do a live video or make a video. You have to commit. You have to work with your mistakes as they go. You have to make the most of every single minute when you're putting yourself out there because, like I said, you just won't stick to it if you if it's like this constant battle of like that took me eight hours. Like I'm gonna give you an example. Yesterday and Sunday, I was editing a podcast and I realized there were so many parts I could kind of cut out, like just to make it smoother, to take out the ums, to take out like some s small pauses. And I, at first I was driving myself crazy over it. And I was like, yes, take it out, take it out. Um, and then I was like, no, I need to just take out the big, most important chunks and put this out there because this is going to drive me crazy. I will never stick to putting out a co regular podcast if I keep making myself do this. I'm a one woman show right now and I'm not going to obsess over this. And so I put it out on the day that I said I was going to put it out, and things were fine. Yes, could could it be an A++, and it's probably like a B plus right now with the editing skills? Yeah, probably, but it got out there. So no re-record rule. Don't obsess over it. The seventh tip that I wanted to share with you is... Remember that there is no competition as long as you are living your values, living in your truth, feeling in alignment. There is no such thing as you can't all be successful in your field, okay? All the coaches in your field can all have success because we all have different ideal clients. We all have different strengths. We all have different things that make us unique as a coach. And just like dating, there's there's always going to be another fish in the pond, okay? So there is no competition when it comes to your business. As long as you're being authentic to yourself, you're living your truth, you're becoming the best you can be, you're learning along the way, you're enjoying the process, there's no reason for you to get caught up in everybody's doing it, so I can't. That is just not a way to live. It can lead to major unhappiness on your journey. And the whole point of this video is to tell you how to or share with you ways to enjoy the journey. Um, so tell me how you feel about competition. What's your competition mindset? Is it good? Is it bad? Should we talk about that more in another video? 
Um, I personally feel that when people are uh, jealous, like the, the feeling of jealousy is actually more of a, um, a lesson. It's showing you what you admire in other people and what you want in your own life. So if you guys feel like, you know, you notice someone doing something and you're like, oh, so I wish I could do that. I'm so jealous of her. Easy for her. It's a sign that you you want that and you can create that too. Everybody can have whatever they want as long as, you know, they commit and they do the work and it's their thing. It's their truth. Um, so don't get caught up on that. And let's move on to tip number eight. So tip number eight is to not give up too early. So this is really, really common when you're a new health coach and you get your first objection or you um, have your first core launch or, you know, things aren't happening as fast as you want them to happen. You have to not give up so early and stick to being in solutions mode. So for me, for example, if I have a client who I feel like we're a great match, they feel um, that they want to do coaching, but it's not right now. I always, I always accept that, but I also always ask them, what's the real reason? Is it that you don't feel that the value is worth it? Is it that I'm not the right coach for you? Is it whatever? And I always try to find out because sometimes I think we just say, okay, bye. I'm so sorry I ever asked. And then we never learn from it or we never grow from it or we just feel discouraged and we never start continue to grow in our business. So be okay with getting uncomfortable, be okay with losses and always try to find the lesson. Always try to um, find what, what you can do differently next time and how you can better be a better communicator too. Because a lot of times what I find is it ends up working out and the client was just like, oh, I didn't realize that the package included all of this, 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 and this, 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 and this. And I assume, I pre-assume that they read through everything and they looked at everything on their own when they really didn't. So don't give up too early. Find out why you're getting the objections you're getting, why people are signing up or not signing up, why people like working with you and what they want to be different next time, you know? Um, so that's just something that I just see way too often. It's never, you're never losing time. You're never, um, off track. It's all part of the game. It's all part of success. The losses are part of it. And it's just important to not, um, treat it as I'm a failure. I'm a loser. I'll never be successful. You know, uh, it's important to see it as, okay, what can I learn from this? What's the next game plan step? How can I be more direct or be a better communicator next time? All of that. Tip number nine is to, oh boy, oh boy. Don't overwhelm your clients and yourself by giving out all the possible tips and information you could possibly give out in one course, session, workshop, retreat, whatever. I'm all about giving value-packed tips, but this is super common. There have been times where I, in my mind, have like thought, oh my God, in this one hour session, we have to cover X, Y, Z, la, la, la. And then we find out, oh no, we need to focus more on this. And then I'm like, but no, but I wanted to talk about this, 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 and this. And 
that just overwhelms the client. That's not more valuable. What's most valuable is making them feel like they can do this, that they have actionable steps they can take, and that they don't want to quit at the end of the session. So it's really important to pace yourself when you're creating your course, make it specific, or creating your coaching program, make the results specific. Don't try to change their entire, for example, if you're a health coach and you focus mostly on diet, don't try to also add in, you know, uh, life coaching, relationship coaching. We're going to talk about non-toxic cleaning products. We're going to get to non-toxic skincare in four weeks of my coaching package. Whoa, that's a lot, right? And they're going to feel overwhelmed and not focused. So don't overwhelm your clients. It's just like you don't want to eat all the food you're ever going to have in the rest of your life today. You want to, you kind of want to pace it out, right? And that's the same thing with your content. You want to drip it out piece by piece, manageable action steps, clear to the client, um, and making them enjoy the journey too, just like you are enjoying your business journey. Tip number 10 is to take the drama out of your business. So this means treating yourself like a customer service representative. So this doesn't make sense yet. I'm going to explain what I mean. So if you call, if you have a problem with a piece of equipment in your house or your phone or um, your flight is delayed and you want to change, you have to change your flight or something. When you go to the customer service representative, do you want them to just be like, oh, I am so sorry. That is so annoying. That sucks. Yeah, that mm, bad day for you. And offer all this pity and just like jive with your dr drama. Do you want that to be what is happening? No, you want them to be like, okay, I'm so sorry. Here's what we're going to do about it. And you have to be this to yourself every day in your business. You have to be somebody who's like, okay, this happened. This is the, these are the facts. I'm not going to add all this emotional drama to it. Here's the next step that I want to take now to solve X problem or to feel like I'm on track. So that is hard to do because sometimes we get so caught up without pausing that we don't even realize how much drama and emo like things we're adding to to a certain situation but always give yourself the chance to step back and say okay what's the next step hopefully you guys liked these tips if you have any future topics that you want me to cover in videos please let me know and also if you do want to um get two things my six-step coaching process and my free habits guide on how to actually make habits that last, um, you can go to haleyrowcom slash wellness hyphen coaching hyphen business. Please check that out if you're interested. And I hope you guys have an awesome night. Thanks again for watching. Want to hear more shows? Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. Get your free habits guide at HaleyRow.com. And remember that any advice given on the show does not substitute for medical advice from your healthcare professional. Talk to you guys soon.